Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we are diving deep to a one-of-a-kind man, Kai Lerois. He is the founder of OnXRP and the creator of X-Punks themselves. And the creator of these NFT tokens to begin with, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, very much so. How you doing today, Kai? Doing great, doing great. Obviously, uh, I'm not solely the creator. We have an amazing team uh, with us. Uh, and I'm not anymore the creator of the Xpunks. It's uh, Luby who's making them all. And uh, you have Bastion who made the first batch. So I've got to have to give them the credit. <laughs> but Fair. I appreciate uh, the general yes. intro. Yes, and uh, yeah, great. Great to be here, guys. Thanks <laughs> for the invite. Well, if you don't mind, just giving us a brief overview of yourself. That'd be great to start out with. Yeah, for sure. So I am. I, I recently finished my masters about, I'd say, nine months ago in August uh, at last year. Uh, and in the meantime, yeah, I was uh, I was pretty broke in, in, in between. Uh, <laughs> therefore, that that brought us to getting creative uh, in in this space. And we like Best and I really wanted to start it working in the space. Uh, like, uh, yeah like very very early on already uh when when blockchain came into fruition but we didn't really have like the guts to do it because it's quite a risky environment and then i think you need to have something happen in your life to take that risk and that's basically what we did so i had a i had another well i wouldn't say failed startup but it's just not really getting traction uh i was the ceo and founder of um and then i was kind of forced to look for a job because my student loans were finished and obviously you need to make money to live uh so that's that's yeah that ha that led to the fact that uh bestian the co-founder he was working in the liquor business and uh he was he offered me this job to sell cocktail boxes uh business to business which i could do like in between the meetings of the previous startup um called Herbier, very dutch name um <laughs> and so yeah I, I got there on a thursday night we tested out the product so we yeah we got drunk obviously cocktails so you gotta you gotta taste them all oh sure of course no pun intended to your uh, to your pokemon on the background of course um so <laughs> so nice. uh, yeah the next day i woke up hangover and i had this moment of realization uh where it was just like hey uh i i can i, I don't want to do this i don't want to work for somebody else uh so that's when we decided to take a leap of faith uh so i borrowed 100 euros from my girlfriend issued a token on the xpl um which is obviously uh in hindsight was a great decision in that moment not the best because i, I was supposed to spend that 100 mother that 100 euros on food uh but hey <laughs> we're here um so yeah so we used to token everything blew up um uh, we've been building ever since uh so yeah my my background yeah is, is, is in business basically i have a marketing bachelor uh strategic management master but always been trying to find ways to you know, be entrepreneurial. I remember when I was, when I was, I think it was 12 or 11 or something. You have this, this thing in the Netherlands, it's called King's Day. And yeah, then it was Queen's Day. And then the, what they do is they get like, they open up the streets for people to put their stuff for sale. Um, and then you just have like your, your little blanket where you sit on. And most children do that to sell like their used toys and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I, I decided to sell my shoes and, and I had a watch and stuff. I just wanted to make money <laughs> but wow. already at that age. Yeah. Uh, and I was just getting creative, you know, and my mom uh, then got mad and had to buy me new shoes. But I knew that if I sell these shoes, she had to buy me new shoes yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, that's the little thing I did there. But yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm Dutch from the Netherlands. Uh, don't live there anymore. Went uh, to more, a warmer climate, which uh, was a great choice. 
Yes. Great. It's a great, yeah. it's a great upbringing and a great story that you have behind yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. What, what initially made you invest your time and money into crypto? Um, at complete honesty, I was doing an, I was doing an exchange program in Louisville, Kentucky. So I think cool. that says enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I was just really, really bored. And I just started, you know, I, I think it was 2016, uh, end of 2015. And I just decided to, you know, discover new possibilities. And I stumbled up on, uh, upon Verge very early on. I think it was like 0 0.35 cents uh, at that moment when I bought it. And then like uh, two weeks later, uh, John McAfee uh, started shilling him shilling it and then the price went up 100 times that was my first experience at like i put in 400 euros it went up to 40,000. i'm like okay this is interesting and then <laughs> wow. it obviously wrote it down all the way yeah so it was also my first uh, learning moment and then yeah it just happened to stay stay around obviously i was shocked for a little bit a little bit ptsd uh but that, that that went over quite fast and i just started really like engaging with space and start doing my due diligence uh, except like, except just listening to others, but actually start reading white papers and, you know, going to the entire top hundred and see what's, what makes sense, uh, from a business perspective. And, sure. uh, yeah, I've been intrigued ever since. And then who introduced you to the XRP ecosystem initially as well? Um, so when Verge, when I wrote Verge all the way down, I, 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 I sold it at 1200 total. So I made it times three in time instead of a times 100, which is still good, no, no loss, obviously. But I moved that money around to XRP straight away um, because I saw a news article that stated uh, that there was, I don't remember the exact amount, but I think it was like 30 million bucks was sent within a matter of seconds from New York to, I think Melbourne it was, I don't know, don't, don't quote me <laughs> on the details, but it was like in a significant amount over a significant distance in a very short period and with, like in, 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 with almost no fees. Uh, so right. I thought, hey, this is a game changer, you know, like yeah. in blockchain, there's a lot of stuff you just don't understand from an outsider perspective unless you really start diving into it. So the real life application is hard to find because all these, most of these blockchains, they just build for each other for the ecosystem itself but they don't really build for the outside application um so what i saw what xrp was doing i understood it like instantly uh, especially from a business perspective because transfers international transfers uh, are just hell major uh, no matter yeah like major. imagine if imagine like if, if the, the retail consumers already in like uh, encounter this this particular interaction or, or whatever yeah then you you know that the the banks who actually hold and control the money that they have they have to have this problem as well and then you start diving into more then you say okay the transaction consists out the transaction itself the message and then you have the settlement happening uh which is not something you really think about i guess the actual settlements i remember brett guarding i was saying that it's more like it's cheaper to it's cheaper and faster to take a brief of money a briefcase of money trend like go on a plane go from New York to London, then it is to actually send that same amount of money. Yep. Uh, so right. that's, yeah, you know, that's when I thought, okay, yeah, this is, this is very interesting technology. And then I just went completely down a rabbit hole, obviously, with everything uh, <laughs> happening in yep. the space. That's... And it's, it was very entertaining and fun. And uh, yeah, I, I just completely believe in the technology behind it. Especially sure. whenever you realize how much money needs to be moved around the whole entire world. And yeah. it's just, it really 
it one blew my mind initially, but then it two made me realize, wait, we have a serious problem on our hands. We need some sort of solution for this. Yeah. And then I told Corbin about it and he went down the rabbit hole as well. And he's much smarter of a guy than I am. And he's able to take, I don't, I don't in, know if I'd say that. Well, he's able to take in a lot more information in a lot quicker amount of time than I am. So one night he went home after work and he just sunk into the rabbit hole and came back knowing 10 times more than I ever knew. <laughs> And then from there on, we just both went into becoming crypto fanatics. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. And NFT fanatics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially when you start really diving into NFTs, you know, you like yeah. the first encounter you probably have is like seeing it on the news. Uh, you see either a crypto punk or a board ape yep. uh, being sold for a significant amount. Um, that's the, so you don't really think of, about the real life application, but if you really start investigating outside, the profile pictures you'll see it's actually way more and actually it's got to be important if you it, it's it's basically the first step into decentralizing the entire world you know yeah. it's proof of ownership that you control yourself instead of some intermediary like an accountant or yeah. um, a notary you know yeah yeah very important for the metaverse as well without yeah. a doubt and, and yeah, majority sure. majority of people consider nfts really just on like solana or ethereum Unfortunately, at the moment, that's just where majority of eyes go. But like right now, we see XRPs developing very major things as well as Hedera. And um, that kind of leads into my next question. What is on XRP? So on XRP is, uh, is an ecosystem created on the XRPL. Sure. Uh, with, uh, with the purpose of making blockchain accessible for everyone, uh, both for projects and also for, for retail, basically, for, for right. investors, holders, or however you want to call them. Yeah. Um, so we uh, the way how we do this is by really focusing on UX, UI, um, customer journey. Uh, so what, we, what, we, what, what we're doing is basically making the entire journey that a user goes from connecting a wallet to actually achieving, uh, obtaining the NFT or token, make that as seamless as possible and very easy to understand. Because I, I feel like there's... We feel like there's quite a lack of, yeah, of of of, of understanding yeah. from an outsider's perspective. You know, yep. like if you come new into the space, it can be quite scary. So how do you make it as accessible for for everyone? And obviously, we captured the everyone like the blockchain space captured the early innovators, which is a small small part. That's us. Mm-hmm. But the majority, you know, the grandpas, the grandmas, the families, the kids, uh, you know, they're 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 not, they're, they're kind of scared because they see on the news, oh. It's uh, money laundering, it's yeah. you know, weapons, <laughs> it's drugs, you know, yeah. like that's their, their feeling with blockchain. And then when they actually try to take a leap of faith, you have to deal with MetaMask and, and all those gas fees yep. that you think like, hey, what is this gas that we're online? What does this mean? Um, you know, that's, that's, that's thoughts that people have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and then you make a lot of mistakes, you know, like I even made a mistake with MetaMask three weeks ago, when I, no, two weeks ago when I wanted to buy an NFT. Didn't work out. I thought I bought three. I paid for three. I only got one. Wow. Uh, that's the things that happen, even wow. if you're familiar in the space, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, this is something that we really want to address. Uh, and I, and I, I feel like the XPL is, is perfect for that because everything you see on the XPL on the development side is that it's a very accessible blockchain to build on. So, for example, the decentralized exchange is built in the ledger itself, meaning that to build one that is accessible for, for everyone, you only have to create like a front-end UI interface that, that communicates basically with the ledger. 
Uh, and you have also have the order book is built in. So if one order pops in on one uh, DEX interface, it automatically pops up on the other as well. Meaning that the liquidity of all these tokens are, there's more liquidity than, they, than for example, on Ethereum, where it's all centric to the decentralized exchange itself that is built around smart contracts. Um, so yeah, to make blockchain more accessible <laughs> is basically our goal. So the way we do that is we have an NFT marketplace that we're going to be launching as soon as XLS20 goes live, hopefully in the next three weeks, because they 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 uh, lifted the veto this morning. Yeah, we or saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very exciting. So very uh, exciting. Yeah, That's finally huge. We've been so, yeah, it's, it's very it's, huge. It's, it's uh, going to be a game changer. Um, yeah. And then we, yeah, we, what we created basically with OnXP is a go-to market platform for projects to really think about creating and don't really have to think about the business sort of things like marketing and exposure. Yeah. So what we do is we have a, a launchpad. Uh, we recently opened our submission form and projects can apply for that. So what we do is they, when they apply, we gave, give them a, a certified account with a verification mark. <clears throat> Sorry. We give them uh, the tools to, to, to mint uh, and also to, to really give them some form of exposure so they can leverage our social media. We uh, can do a podcast with them. We, uh, we write articles uh, about everything. Uh, so yeah, that's also for, for making blockchain accessible. Obviously we have about 80 or 85 educational articles to educate others with not like very hard terms, but really terms that are easy to understand for everyone. To simplify yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah. My, even my mom understands it. Oh, that's wow. That's great. That's great. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> yeah. That's, I've been testing a lot on her, you know, like the customer journey, the articles, everything. She understands Smart. everything. So that's, that was the goal. It took some time, obviously, but sure. I finally achieved it. Uh, but yeah. So after, after this, these launchpad submissions, these, we hope for these projects to really, for them to focus on creating the project, the roadmap, the white paper. Uh, and then we can help them bootstrap that initial point of exposure and also credibility for both for also for for the on, on the investor side on the funding side because what you see happening currently on ethereum solana there's a lot of money grabs you know there's yeah. not a lot of value being created but just a lot of value being pulled away from the space which is 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 not only horrible for the investor but also for the project because it means less liquidity for them to build as well so we're we're finding a middle way for both projects and the, the 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 retail side to really come together in a safer environment. Obviously, we cannot make any promises. There's gonna be rock pulls. It's probably gonna happen on our platform as well. But what we can do is minimize risks as much as we can. Of course. So we're also doing yeah. KYC. Uh, yeah. You know, that's a big one. Too. Yeah, for sure. We're doing one-on-one -on -one interviews with all these projects. You know, we're going through their white paper or their roadmap, depending on what they have. And really also also give some advice if we have, you know, if we think, hey guys, maybe you should try this and this. We'll we'll offer our advice, we'll offer our help. And that's what that's basically what we've been doing uh, for a long time as well with all these individual projects that are currently listed on our decks. Uh, same story. Uh, we really are aiming to help as many projects as we can to thrive and and help them go to market. Um, and we feel like the neutral platform on XRP is the way to go for that. So yeah. we don't pick winners. Everybody is welcome. Even yeah. even our biggest haters, we will <laughs> not treat them differently. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, may, even if like everyone is a competitor at the end from for the Xpunks in, in a basic sense. But yeah. we don't really feel that way. We feel like more over collaboration over competition, and that's why we created on XRP. So when you say you do interviews with them, are you making sure that they are like doxed people, like? 
They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every well, they have to dox themselves gotcha. uh, to us. If they don't do that, they don't get tested. There's been a case. I don't want to name it because I don't want to point sure. fingers. Yeah, but yeah, there, yeah. There's been there's been a case that we actually refused someone because they didn't want to dox their art and everything was was intact and and completely was was great. And then something happened, causing a lot of investors to lose their money. Um, basically. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to point fingers. But yeah, so that, sure. it helps, you know? It, it helps. 100%, Obviously, yeah. We all know what happened with BitConnect. They showed their faces. They were very public. But I do think that a person is less likely to screw someone if they know your face. 100%, yeah. You know? that's, that's no question. I mean, because if somebody sees your face, they're going to know exactly what you look like, and they can find out so much more information than just the face. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy to, to hide behind a mask or a profile picture, but yeah. it's a lot less easy to hide behind a face. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So how are you able to manage to get your brand to a $100 million evaluation in four weeks? Which, another congratulations, by the way, on that. That's yeah, that's That's insane. I saw that on yeah. Forbes, and I just had to add that. Yeah, that uh, that that was a crazy period. I can tell you that that that, that was that was a crazy period. Um, but yeah, I think it is it is in 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 a sense, it's quite simple. Meaning is that we promise things and we always adhere those promises, sure. uh, and that's how you create a community. You know, like stay honest, stay real. We never lie. We always keep our word. Um, if there's something we cannot do, we tell tell everyone. We're all very transparent. Uh, but I think. Yeah, Treat each other with respect and being honest is, is, is key in that, you know, having values and adhering to those values. I think yeah. that's what caused us to go so, to, to rise so quickly mm -hmm. uh, in such a short period. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I mean, I've, I've been in the project since it was worth like 60 XRP and it was just like you would set dates and it's just like boom, 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 one after the other. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, it, wow. was a, oh. <laughs> it was a lot of sleepless nights. I think that helped as well. I think, I, honestly, I'm not exaggerating. I think we're doing we were doing about twenty to twenty hour, twenty two hours a day, and then at sleeping like two to four hours wow. for at least six weeks straight. At least Holy the cow. entire team. It was it was insane. So we were doing like three work weeks in one or four. You know. That, that helps as well, you know, so maybe that, four weeks is not entirely true, but... <laughs> it expedites the process 10 times faster. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's wild, man. That kind of work ethic is definitely needed for such a developing space. Yeah, yeah. And, you're in, and the entire team has that. It's like they're, they're very motivated, they love what they're doing, and they're great and very intelligent people. So it's, it's a mixture of a lot of different elements that got together at exactly the right time, exactly the right place um and that's that yeah that has to has to be said do they all also have x-punk tattoos on their arms no they don't, they don't. <laughs> not yet i'm trying yet. i'm trying no, i'm trying very hard but no we we have some internal deals that more people will get a tattoo on their uh their arm uh, and i remember in the beginning when I, I i got the tattoo i think it was in november mm -hmm. uh that uh, there were like there were conversations in our Discord about people saying, "Okay, if we reach this price, I'll get it too." And then there was this whole list made off of all these different people. And oh, then wow. Louis, the current designer of the of the Xbox and also founder of OnXRP, he said, "Okay, if we reach 100k, I'll get a tattoo of the list." Screenshot <laughs> 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 of that, and they're still holding him up to that. So that's that great. incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. So what are the X-Punks and what inspired you to create the project? 
I think what inspired me about like creating a punk cell uh, NFT project is uh, obviously we we love what what uh, the crypto punks stand for and and what they've been doing uh, for a long time. Uh, but our entire set, I have to add that our entire set is completely unique. Uh, the only thing we use a little bit from the CryptoPunks is the hair, and that's more out of a token of respect, but we don't use that in the actual minted series. So yeah. it's not an official attribute, but we still use it like in our Bradley Punkas, which is like our go-to, yeah, you know, this hair. <laughs> yeah. And that's as a sign of respect, but we don't use it as an actual attribute because we feel like we want to be un unique. For sure. So uh, what inspired us is, I think it's like the most, like we're going back to like when, when I was six, uh, and yeah, Bastian was seven or eight at the time. We were playing like Pokemon on the backside of, 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 our, of our parents' cars, you know, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Sapphire. That's all pixelated. And yeah. That's, yeah. that's the start from internet culture, you know? I think internet culture and gaming culture, they, they connect so well. And they, they grew into this thing that we call the internet now. You have all these different, uh, all these different um, all, yeah, communities online. And the roots is all back from gaming and that's what i feel like that's 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 what inspired us the most like internet culture trying to reflect as as most as we can into the least amount of pixels we have which is a great challenge it, it, i know it sounds very it looks very simple to create like a punk style nft but you have to be creative because you only have so many uh so so little pixels to work with yeah sure. uh so yeah that's what we what we wanted to reflect and that's what inspired us to really that internet culture that memes and you know it's just a lot of fun and i i, I yeah you know we 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 are we are the xrp community we've always been a little bit the outsiders of the oh, blockchain community. we've always been the outsiders more or less yeah <laughs> and that's reflecting what it's about as well you know the internet community is also a little bit the outsiders uh i've been always been an outsider my 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 life so that's what's reflecting in the punks and that's what we've built upon and we created the art style and then we created utility for those punks and we're, we're doing everything we can to make sure that our holders are going to be very happy about what we built and that they're going to take pick the fruits from it basically and uh yeah I, yeah I, I can go on for a long time but <laughs> <laughs> we love to hear that we love to hear that so much Oh, you want me to continue? Okay. No, 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 oh, no, 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 you're good, you're good. Uh, so how was the Ripple House experience being able to make NFTs for all of the guests that attended? It's such a crazy yeah, story. It, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So it was a two and a half day event uh, at South by in Austin. And the first day was, was not a great experience because it's in Austin. It went down to, I think it was like six degrees. Wow. Uh, in Texas. Oh, oh like, my God. Do you see that? <laughs> it, it only happened when Dutch people travel abroad because they take the bad weather with them. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, it's it like it, that the first day wasn't a great experience. It wasn't too busy, uh, but it was it was OK. Uh, it was especially for Louis. It was a horrible experience because he was sitting outside making the Xbox of everyone. Uh, yeah. So it's. It, uh, Fingers were like frozen. I remember having to like send a signing a contract there and I could barely hold the pen. Uh, wow. But then the second day came, beautiful weather. Uh, and it wasn't like the first, first, first day at South by. So people were really walking in and it was so packed. Uh, the line in front of the house, I remember, was uh, it was so, so long. Uh, <laughs> and then inside where everything was going down, you had this outside area with the DJ booth. 
Yeah. Uh, yet a, a big bar here, and then here is where we were uh, having having our our stand. Uh, and Louis was was making the Xbox, and then one or two people from Ripple were helping us uh, because it was very busy. Um, and then I remember that there, you what I what I most remember is the one thing is that when you grow online, you you see your followers growing. You, you know you know how it is with with YouTube, uh, for example, with you guys. But you see it growing, but you don't really experience it yeah so now we actually experienced it so yeah. what happened was that the, the in the beginning it was people were like a little bit back down and then suddenly you see a line evolving and this line became so big <laughs> that all the way down at the dj booth you had people waiting and i remember i wanted to go to the toilets and it was exact was behind the dj booth and i'm like okay I'll, I'll stand in line, but then I say, is this a line for the toilet? No, 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 we're making an Xbox. I'm like, whoa, how long? <laughs> and then people were waiting for three and a half hours for oh. a custom avatar. It's not even, it wasn't even an NFT. It's, it's, it's a custom avatar. It's literally just a JPEG. Wow. But obviously, it's a cool JPEG because yeah. it's your Xbox JPEG. The one of one yeah. JPEG. It wasn't an NFT. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was really cool. And then just experiencing that, I, I just stood like looking at that line for just like 20 minutes, like, whoa. <laughs> what the hell happened this know? is surreal yeah <laughs> yeah were you that able to really attend awesome. uh the ripple yacht party that just went that just happened no fortunately not i heard a lot of great stories about it so a yeah. lot of great footage but uh no we had an event with link to uh global nice. investor conference i was speaking there as well uh it was a really cool experience too and i uh, met a lot of great people great very cool that is great very cool so i have one question and i mean i've obviously had many more but uh how will OnXRP be different than any other NFT exchange out like right now? How would you compare it up to like Sologenic? Um, so I'd say the biggest difference is the UX, UI and customer journey. Um, sure. it, it Just when you look at the, the NFT marketplace, it makes sense. We actually released our first teaser today. I don't know if you saw it, but yes, it's a very did. awesome. It's a very clean looking marketplace. Very, very straightforward, focused on the essence easy on the eye colors uh, and an understandable customer journey that works both ways. Um, and I think that's our biggest difference, the uh, UX, UI part. Obviously the backend is being done by, 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 the, by the blockchain and by IPFS where everything is stored. And as soon as, uh, as, soon as, as Pastel, which is a partner of ours, is ready, then we're gonna be integrating them as well as like a second storage option so that we can actually identify duplicate NFTs. They have a really cool technology uh, where they can actually take apart an NFT into 10,000 different fingerprints and assess the real rarity of that, of that NFT. And then by doing so, they can also identify whether an NFT is duplicate or not. And they, they're running like Ethereum supernodes, uh, Solana supernodes, so they also take in account all those different NFTs. So it's a really cool technology, very important to set a higher standard for NFTs at yeah. large. Or absolutely. Very important. And uh, yeah, so as soon as they're like ready, they're still fixing their bulk upload, then we're going to be integrating them as well. Uh, so that's also yeah, a good difference. Like we really want to maintain a higher standard. Uh, so that's also where we're going for the curated aspect of things with our launchpad and everything to really create a higher standard, UX, UI, seamless ex experience. And I think that's where the big difference is. Uh, and if you don't understand something, we have articles also. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah yeah that's one of the main reasons why i don't use sologenic is like i i tried to get into it and it was just such a pain in the butt to use i was like yeah eh, i'm just gonna go back to using the zum decks yeah zum decks is 
it's pretty nice as well, but yeah. I definitely believe that on XRP is creating something oh, sure. like a, no other. There's a lot more potential there. Oh yeah. And it just looks a lot easier to like use all around. Like, yeah. I mean, I've just taken a lot of looks into everything you guys are doing. And I, I believe the website's open to like for like beta testing, right? Like you're able uh, to scroll around on it potentially. Uh, do you mean the marketplace or just yeah, the, the marketplace? Entire... Yeah, the marketplace. No, no we uh, no? We're, we're not opening that yet. Okay. Uh, we, we have shown some demos to people that are onboarding with us. Gotcha. Uh, through a launchpad, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but but that's it. Um, I think I actually meant the website. My apologies. Because yeah, I, I saw that the marketplace was coming soon on the website, but yeah. I was able to scroll around and actually see like the podcast and all the other yeah. utilities that are on, yeah, on yeah. XRP. Yeah, that's the on XRP platform, yeah. uh, which we're building out. NFT marketplace is going to be launched uh, first. We have a game in development, yeah. which we also showed some teasers with. It's going to be really cool. Um, it, it all around looks so easy to use and yeah. it's just so sleek and honestly in my opinion perfect appreciate that <laughs> i'm very happy as well like we we, we literally have six people focused on ux ui customer journey six people wow to make this to make this like the best we yeah i don't know we just as it should be yeah it's on the xp ledger which is the best blockchain so it deserves the best ecosystem yep. you know yeah and we feel like we made a promise in january to the xp community uh, and the Xpon community that we want to create something of a higher standard. We launched with a with with like an MVP, which every startup does, and then we made a promise that we're gonna be coming with something really, really, really cool. And like and we always keep our promises, so that's uh, yeah, that's uh, why we came with this. Awesome. So on XRP will have its own NFT as well, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it. Secrecy. Do you plan on potentially collaborating the X-Punks with any other XRPL project? Um, as of now, not yet, because okay. we really want to maintain an exclusive character. Gotcha. Uh, but we are, at, like after Mint, we're definitely open to discuss that. Uh, we've been talking to some some people, you know, like the junkies have their, their game coming out, which yes. is looking really cool. You have Monkey Monkey with their, with their also their arcade game, which yeah. is fun. Mm -hmm. So I like for gaming uh, collaborations, we're always very open to collaborate. Uh, for giveaways, not really. Um, sure. We don't really. No, we don't really do that. Yeah, yeah. Really to maintain that exclusive character, but of course, for definitely, definitely for for games because we, yeah, we're, like I said in the beginning, we're we're game nerds at the at the essence, so we love gaming. Yeah, I uh, think an Xbox so yeah. collaboration with the junkies would be phenomenal. Yeah, the art style yeah. would meld very well yeah. together. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Now, oh, they're great. Yeah. Kai, do you believe that the validator nodes will vote in favor of XLS20D within the first round of voting? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, we are planning <laughs> to be ready. <laughs> well, the, the, we're like we're planning to be ready, uh, like completely ready with everything in two weeks. Um, I, I expect that it's coming, yeah, at the end of <laughs> June, uh, that it's going to be voted in. That's what I expect around nft nyc i think that makes sense it's sure. uh, between the 18th and the 26th of june yeah um also for these validators it makes sense you know you want if you're going to vote something in this significant you want to build up the momentum you want to mm, really yeah. go go with a bang you know uh so you first have consensus I we can still we can still yeah it can still be reached if we, if it goes live not like goes to 80 percent now it will be done seventh Consensus start the ninth, so maybe it's gonna be launched consensus in the next two days. I don't know. <laughs> I do think I do honestly really believe that all these validators they, they already know about everything. You yeah. know, it's been coming like we launched in in October, so they know. 
Uh, yeah, so yeah. I think they've been waiting as well. Obviously, there's going to be no exactly. Obviously, they got to have to do some testing and really their due diligence, which is which is yeah obvious. But everybody's waiting on it, and I don't see any reason why Ripple would work so hard for this proposal to be ready. Uh, opening up the creator fund, I think that they're in they're in contact with the validators, which is their job as well. You know, to really make sure that the ecosystem thrives. Of course, at the end, they're a company building on the XPL just like us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we all want this ecosystem to thrive. And I'm sure that they're in close contact with these validators uh, in some way, providing them the information they need to make the right decision. Um, and I, yeah, that's why I believe that at the end of June, everything will be ready. Love to hear that so much. That is amazing. Finally. It's very, it's very, very <laughs> reassuring coming from you, for sure. Yeah. I cannot make any promises, obviously. Of course, you know, sure. It's, it's all speculation. Network. It's all speculation. Yeah, it's not financial it's, advice. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. Decentralized network, but yes. uh, fingers crossed. Indeed. So where do you see uh, the future of XRP and NFTs on the XRPL in uh, the next one to two years? So I think Vitalik is not going to be very happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, like, but, uh, but I honestly believe that, like, if you look at Solana, which is a blockchain that is like most of it's controlled by VCs, then yeah. you have Ethereum with the high gas fees. Also, Solana, when they did network, there was something wrong with the network, and within a day, other validators voted like yes into turning off the network. Doesn't seem very cent decentralized, in my opinion, but let's open up for discussion, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you have Ethereum with the high gas fees and inaccessibility, uh, I find. So, I. There's so much, so much potential for the XPL. Um, I, yeah, I, I really, I really believe in it. So I think the future is going to be very bright. I think uh, for, for Metaverse, all these transactions is going to be a huge benefit, you know, not only for banks in, in order to facilitate all these transactions, but uh, to, to, to do this in the Metaverse, you'll, you're going to yeah. have to have a lot of transactions as well if you have a lot of players, you know? Yeah. Uh, in games in general, NFTs, they also take up a lot of transactions because I don't know if you remember when NFTs were not enabled yet on the Ethereum, gas fees were like, I don't know, between 5 and $15. And then it came into fruition and suddenly everything went up. So it did have some effect on the network. Yes. I don't, I don't really see that happening for the XPL because it's... It's uh they don't use smart contracts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh they use an they, they use Exodus 20, which is not a smart contract. Even hooks is not completely Turing complete, uh, which also takes like you don't need Turing completeness for, for smart contracts. Vitzabit will will tell you all about it uh if you get him <laughs> on the show. Um so yeah. Cool. I think yeah. uh the future is gonna be very bright for for the XP ledger at large and uh everyone involved that's uh in the XP community and the yeah. XP community and the XPON community. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting, too, because if you if you think about it, it's it's kind of the only network that is stable, low gas fees, accessible, thanks to you guys. And it, it there's no reason why it shouldn't really kind of just take over the space. Yeah. I mean, Ethereum does have that, you know, history behind it and yeah. Solana kind of as well. But there's no reason why XRP can't go far above it, similar to the situation of where Ethereum probably will overtake bitcoin at some point yeah well oh yeah no i'm, I'm just i'm still bullish on ethereum as well of and i mean uh, the only reason why they have that history is because they're able to get nft marketplaces out before any others yeah well i mean they yeah. were they were you know the smart contract functionality was first designed yeah. on ethereum in the first yeah first yeah but you're right you, you can like resemble it to the start of the internet you know they have you had these mm -hmm. platforms coming into fruition for example myspace 
you know yep yeah. it, it was it worked very well for a short period of time but then it lacked innovation and then facebook yep. came in and they knew how to capture the market yep. um and and how to monetize the entire system and now it's one of the most valuable companies in the world you know so it's all about learning and you know trial and error and i think that that's where the true value lays and that in that in the, like in regards to being on this level of tech with with blockchain uh you know comparisons to ethereum and ripple or whatever in any blockchain out there meaning that what's uh, what's happening and what's building on it they learn from each other so you don't really need that first mover obviously bitcoin is still there yeah. uh, i think bitcoin is going to be there for a while yeah uh but it doesn't mean that this technology is it you know yeah. um ethereum is is great technology xpl is just better it's a given yeah that's a given yeah it's a given <laughs> for sure i had one question though just about nfts and the xrpl so say if xrp were to go to like ten dollars do you think the price of these nfts as they are now and as they fluctuate do you think they'd be stable at those prices like for for example like x punks it's at roughly around four thousand xrp per one nft or the token for the nft um do you think so say if xrp shot up to like five ten dollars before xls 20 even came out do you think xl uh, x punks would stay at that four thousand or even go h higher past that I, I i don't i don't really know but what we've been see what we've seen happening uh throughout the months is that when xrp goes up the price goes down a little bit and then it it overtakes yes, and yep. when it goes down it has no effect or actually the price rises so what we see happening is that we have a very loyal community that believes in us sure. as the xrp community is also very loyal yes uh in their holdings they don't sell yes uh yes, you know don't. and i i think we see the same same thing happening with nfts and really the community aspect of things gotcha. um yeah it's it all depends on technically i guess you could say community strength yeah absolutely. yeah plus yeah. development sure. as well yeah Makes sense. Makes sense. Because I was just curious about that. I was just like, what if XRP goes to like $10 and then the people in these NFT communities, I mean, I guess they'd just be selling their bags for the price to depreciate. But uh, I, I don't see that happening with a lot of them. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense, too, if you think about like the original CryptoPunks with, with Ethereum, because they were minted when Ethereum was triple digits, if I remember exactly around what price it was. But that's why I think they're selling for so much is because they were minted for, you know, X amount of Ethereum. Yeah. And then now that the price is thousands of dollars and, you know, there's going to be appreciation as time goes on anyway. Yeah. That's why they're going for these absurd amounts or it's my laundry. I think you're right. I think the price of the NFTs reflects the technology that is built on. Sure. Uh, for yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. That makes for that sure. makes all the sense. Where do you see this whole ecosystem five years from now? Um, I think we're all going to be stuck in a basement with a headset on our face and just, you know, living life in the digital world now. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to own no nothing and no be idea. happy. I think, I think we're, we've, gonna, we've, we've seen a lot of uh, upside, downside uh, yeah. and with everything happening. I think we've, you know, we've, we'll, we'll, we, we will see a lot more companies and projects built on the XP Ledger. Yeah. Uh, I, I expect by that time, Books is going to be live um so then you have like smart contract capability which will open up an entire new ecosystem um so yeah i think a lot of the current projects built in in crypto at large will not see that timeline uh five years from now 
like in regards to blockchains, tokens, projects, or whatever. Uh, but I do think the the ones that create value and can maintain this community engagement, they will thrive uh, more than than now, and they've been they will grow steadily, and more people will enter the space, and they will stumble upon these projects. These projects will keep building. They'll keep giving their word, keeping their word, and that will will generate into this new ecosystem. With with like same same after the dot com bubble, you know, there were a lot of internet companies being built out, and then at some point the bubble burst. And some like a lot of companies filled, uh, which is obviously very sad. And yeah. then at some point it went up again. And now you see the internet thrive as 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 no before, you know. And yeah. you have you have you have companies like Amazon, Facebook, all these platforms that that you know help the may help make the internet shape basically. Ninety nine percent failed, one percent won. And we see that one percent thriving today. Yep. Yeah, that's like I th- I think it's a very logical cycle that yeah. you see in a lot of economies uh happening but there's no reason for us to have over ten thousand. Uh, i think it's over honestly closer to twenty thousand now cryptocurrencies out there providing yeah. something shape or form like we don't even know what majority of these are providing in utility they're memes. just tokens that's their utilities memes yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's a lot of misconceptions about utility maybe we should write an article about it for our xp what does utility mean that's a great idea. That is a yeah. great one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to uh, stay away from the the biased side of things or the subjective side of things. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know fair. Corbin. I know Corbin. You had one more question you wanted to ask him about his name. Bradley Punkhouse. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> what What is the history behind, or like the the story behind how you came up with Bradley Punkhouse? So name? obviously, when you're in the XP community, you follow. Brad Garlinghouse, yes, you know, yes. you, you want to see what he's doing, the steps he's taking, and I find him a very, very interesting person in regards to Same. his strategic decisions, his interactions, his communication. So very charismatic. It was just out. Of, it was out of a token of respect that you know, Punk House, Garlinghouse, uh, Brad Bradley. That's it. That easy. Sense. Yeah, that was well done. <laughs> so, yeah, well done. I, I didn't want to go live with my phone name, you know. Uh, of course, you have to go use into that. Yes, use of into course. That, yeah. Uh, have you ever met him, Bradley? Uh, no, I have not. Not? I have not. No. Soon to happen. No, I, ha- <laughs> I happen to not manage to go to the events that he was on. So uh, maybe that's unfortunate. Austin, maybe at NFT NYC, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. That would be cool. Taj, we, uh, we thank you once again for coming on. And if there's any other information you'd love to tell to your community about on XRP, anything of that sort, it'd be greatly appreciated. But if that, we thank you once again. Thank you for having me, and uh, it was fun talking to you guys. Awesome. Well, oh. with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you next episode. Wow, I completely <laughs> missed it. Completely missed it. Thank you. Thank you once again, man, so Thank much. You, Kai. That was great. Dude, that was great.